This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests appear on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. Okay, gather around, gather around the radio. And we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs, and this is a badass show brought to you by, <laughs> brought to you by Panini and AZ Sports Cards, man. We are so happy to be here in, in uh, Scottsdale. We are at the Omni Resort. Uh, beautiful facility. Absolutely. I don't understand how something in the middle of the desert can be this beautiful. Yes, it's like that desert rose. Right? Yeah, it is like that desert is. rose. But uh, So we're, we're live tonight from the Panini uh, rookie signing event, and we are sitting in front of something that I wanted. This was a goal of mine it was. coming out here, was to interview some spring training attendees. And we have Mike and Amy from Washington. Your state. My state. So, uh, happy to have them in front of us. They're down here. Uh, well, I'll let you guys explain why you're down here. Why, why are you down here today? Or this weekend, or we just work. love baseball. We just love baseball. Perfect answer. <laughs> Mike says we just love baseball, and, and I can't. Watching I, the Padres minor league. Okay, because okay. we're host families for the Tri Cities Dust Devils. The Tri City Dust Devils. Okay, explain to our listeners what the Tri City Dust Devils who, who they are. Short season single A for okay. the Padres used to be uh, for the uh, Rockies. Okay, and then they switched affiliations. Okay, okay, and so. Two years ago, three years ago, three years ago, three years ago. Okay, and then we yep. get uh, normally we get a lot of the draft picks, sure, and or, or players from the AZL. Okay, and we just we just love it. Long time season ticket holders and very cool. So, what does it mean to host someone? Yeah, what's a, what's a host family? Yeah. Um. So we provide a room and um, you know, bedding, bed room. Uh, You're like a foster room. family yeah. for a baseball player. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, awesome. from, yeah. you know, oh, very cool. From June to September they awesome. stay with us unless they get moved up or down or wherever they go and then we get another kid and so yeah, so this year we had a total of five kids. Well, not all together, but yeah. five in and out. But sure. we ended the season with three. Okay. So okay. which was a lot of fun. Um, right. They were all pitchers. Um, one of them is actually here tonight with you. Awesome. So, okay. Yeah. Nick so, Margavichus. Yep. What's okay. that? Nick Margavichus. Nick Margavichus. All right, we got to get him over here. Lefty yes. starter. Yes. When, he, when he gets, is he here in the room now? Yes. Is he signing? He's over there. Okay. So there. send him this way. When okay. He gets, okay. All right. We, Good we deal. We'll do that. Okay. That'd be awesome. All right. So. How did how did you become a host family? How'd that happen? Well, just long term uh, season ticket holders, and my wife kept asking me and wanting me to do that, and I finally <laughs> relented. Okay, cool. That's awesome. I was like so excited because really he was going to surprise me, and then he was texting with uh, Walker Lockett. Walker Lockett. All right. And put it in there that he was going to surprise me that we were going to host this season, and forgot to delete that text message and said oh walker responded back and i'm reading through it and i was like we're hosting and he was like 
oh no, I supposed to surprise you. So, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. so it was awesome. It was a great surprise, and it's been wonderful. We've had really great kids, and they're just been great. So. That's awesome. What a neat idea. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't either, but it's. it's I mean, I, I guess going back through baseball, if you look, you could probably find hundreds of thousands of examples of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because minor league baseball players, especially at that level, need somewhere to stay. Right. They're not right. gonna. They're you know typically not getting enough salary to, to pay room and board well, that's somewhere exactly, else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yep. that's pretty sweet. So so one of the benefits is you get to come down here to spring training and uh, uh, you got invited down here. Yeah. That was a special. Yep. Yes. So yes, that was special. special. Yeah. So that's sweet. And you're hang- so because he's signing here tonight, you get to be in this room. What, what do you think about all this? What do you th- what oh, it's a wonderful facility. This is really cool. We actually just missed uh, Chris Shaw walking out. Okay. And uh, uh-huh. funny story there is uh, uh, for when he was playing for the Northwest League uh, All-Star game, uh-huh. uh, tried to get a, his card signed while I sent it in. He actually signed the plastic in the outside. Oh. And I got his card. <laughs> and I, when he's walking out, I could have swore that that was Chris Shaw. And anyway, it's just we just get to meet a lot of people. And sure. It's, it's so fun. That is fun, but you know that that's a that's a true story though, because a lot of a lot of these guys nowadays didn't grow up collecting cards, right. right? So they really don't understand the whole concept of it. So I could see just getting it and just all right, signed it next, signed the next thing, whatever. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Yeah, they signed it on the plastic. Now you mentioned off air, Mike, that you get your Beckett's. Uh, thank first of all, thank you for getting a Beckett. We really appreciate that. Uh, but. You're, are you a collector yourself then? Or you, uh, mainly just for, uh, I get the cards for the uh, the coaches and whatever that uh, have some MLB or AAA experience sure. that are coming through the Northwest League. And, okay. and just, and just again, for my past... Uh, uh, experience with the Roger Maris Celebrity Benefit Golf Tournament uh, have just collected things, not never for sale. Okay. Just for, just to have. And, and so, yes, I've got... Uh, uh, well, yeah, a lot of baseballs and sure. and, and cards. And it's like your scrapbook of memories. You oh, know? Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. It's, well, they we always call it a celebration of friendship. Okay, uh, okay. that's what baseball is. Nice, okay. very yeah, nice. I agree with that. Good yeah. deal. Amy, do you, do you collect anything? Or are you kind of in the same boat? Or I just go out and watch baseball and okay. enjoy the kids and and yeah. help Michael recognize people and so yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I that's awesome yeah. that's awesome so usually it's the other way around so I this is good I like yeah. this well, I like this my, my, our friend from LA came out he, he's come out the last couple of years for spring training to meet us and 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 he did say I, I had chosen wisely yeah oh, absolutely I was gonna say the same thing you just beat me to it but I'm glad you beat me to it on that one that's good good yeah. stuff nice. yeah but we just love coming out to Arizona, watching the baseball, watch the kids, maybe where they might land sure, you know, this sure. next season, who we might get coming through the Tri-Cities. Right. I mean, it's always a shoot, you know, like, because by the time the draft happens, that's who we usually end up with is right. who gets through the draft and then a little bit of the AZL guys kind of thing. Yeah. And so. All right. So can we ask yeah. who the who the coolest person you've had is or who the, the most popular person that yeah, you've Yeah, who's the biggest name you've guys that you guys come to. through? Well, we we did host uh, Adrian Morahan uh, okay. this yeah. last year. And, okay. And very, very nice young man. And uh, uh, in the past, as far as hosting, uh, we've had Blake Rogers, uh, uh, actually, he's thrown 96 this year. So wow, yeah, that works. Uh, yeah. uh, and then nice. we have Nick Dallison yeah. over here. Nick, okay. Yep, Mark Vicious and, uh, and Manuel uh, Klaus from Dominican. Okay. Elias and, Torres and, and, and Nathan. Uh, Nathan Forrest. Nathan Forrest, who's who's working on his way back, and 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 he's down to Florida, and and we expect him back in the bigs here. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so those are the guys that we've had so awesome. far. So very yeah. cool. It's here's a lot of fun. The, here's the important question: Who does the cooking? Oh, um, <laughs> for the kids? Yeah. Like, is it Domino's or is it somebody? <laughs> yeah, I've tried to cook a little bit for the kids, but um, I didn't do 
my research very well for the Cuban Dominican. Oh yeah. Kids. Oh, so yes. then I did my research mm. and uh, tried my hardest, mm-hmm. and they were sweethearts on eating. Sure. What I could conquer. So can I, can I recommend something to you? Yes, that would be um, great. There's we j- not was it last week or the week before we had Dan Pashman on from Sporkful. I guess it was last week. Yeah, it was last week. No, it was week before last because Stephanie was last week. Okay, they all so run together. Yeah, they all, they do. <laughs> uh, so there's a podcast. I don't know if you're big into podcasts, but you're on one now, so you're yep. going gonna to be listening like to this em. one. Uh, <laughs> there's a podcast called The Sporkful, and it's hosted by Dan Pashman, uh, who's from the Cooking Channel. He, he does a, a web series called You're Eating It Wrong. Uh, very, very helpful. He was a big sports fan, but he's a great chef, too. Okay. So uh, he, if you listen to his podcast, he has, a, he has a great one on Cuban food. Oh, okay. So he, he, you can go back to his archive and find out how to cook something. That would be wonderful because um, <laughs> Michael has <laughs> oh. a story. <laughs> he's waiting. I'm, I'm not sure. He's like, can we go to the next question, please? Next question, please. Yeah, please. Uh, well, actually, this. anyway, long long story short is this, this time we were supposed to pick up our, our players, and my wife had gotten some bad eggs. And so she was actually sick for three days. Uh-oh. And, and so I'm, I'm trying to deal with uh, 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 some folks, uh, some of our Latin players, and I don't speak that much Spanish. Sure. And, and my wife speaks more, and it was it was a challenging three days. I don't think that they thought she existed for three days. <laughs> oh, really? She didn't come out of her room. She didn't room. come out of her room. No. Because they told me I was uh, contagious, and I was like, whoa, the last thing we need is right, to right. contaminate some players yeah, that right, we right. just got. Yeah. But luckily, I tried the eggs before I fed them the eggs. Sure. So that's, 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 that's probably a good yeah, You took one for the team. <laughs> yes, so I good. took one for the team. That's <laughs> very funny. <laughs> quite literally, Paul. Yes, quite literally. <laughs> yes. So how long have you been down here uh, during spring training this time? Uh, we'll be here for nine days. Uh, okay. We showed awesome. up on Tuesday, so okay. we leave on Thursday. But normally, yeah, it's between seven and ten days. So this is our fourth year in a row. Okay. So we awesome. love doing it and just keep on coming. So this is Paul and I's first time here. Oh, okay. Yes. Like in the Phoenix time. area at all. Okay. Oh, okay. So what are we? what's something that we got to go do and go see? Baseball related or not? Yeah, ba- give us baseball related. What, what do we get to go see? The the main thing is uh, what we didn't realize until for like the first second second year is that the double A AA and triple A games are actually being played on the back practice lots. Oh wow! So like today we saw we saw one of our favorite players, Brett Kennedy, strike out Ichiro. Oh okay. And oh. Uh, uh, and then we saw Paxton uh, getting in some work uh, on that, but it was it's a uh, we we go to major league games. We'll go to a half a dozen major league games while we're here. Sure, but it's it's great to go in the back lots. And plus, in the morning, the practice, we just get out. We get our we get our coffee and we head out to the practice fields. And it is just wonderful. We just love baseball. You just go out there and watch the guys work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's it's just great. And the weather is gorgeous. Sweet, yeah, yeah it's very nice. Here. So at one o'clock, they'll play their backlot games against one of the other major league mm-hmm. or you know minor league teams sure. that come over. And you could see anybody from like you know today we saw Ichiro and he, uh, well the Padres were playing the Mariners, so okay. we saw Paxton pitch for the Mariners. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, Haley, Haley, Haley. Haley for uh, Haley, Haley yeah. from the A's. Okay. Yeah. First base. batted, and that was just for Double A. And we were like, man, this is pretty darn cool. That is pretty and cool. That's free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sweet. That's very so, cool. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody has it that way. So now you're wearing cool. San Diego gear, but are you Mariners? Are you Mariners fans? No. No. You're, yeah, that's right. You're Yankees fans. <laughs> that's yes, right. We, we are um, Yankees fans. Uh, we're going to end this interview right now. Yes. Uh, and get the <laughs> evil empire out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Nah. <laughs> uh, 
Yankee. So Panini has something really great going on. It started last year, yep. but they have uh, Mickey Mantle, the, the first Mickey Mantle cards in, in five four years. Four, four or five years, years yeah. Yeah, uh, were licensed in Panini products. So, uh, oh, wow. Uh, you can see, you can well, Mickey's back there. You can see him back there. Yep. Um, that's a design for his card that's out. Yeah, that's out right now. So if you guys pick up some Panini products, you might hit a Mickey Mantle. Nice. That there would be awesome. Well, thank in fact, you very much. This product that he's breaking over here called Doc, there's lots of Mickey Mantles in it. Yeah, we opened some of that last yeah. night. So, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, thank you very much for stopping by. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, a new thank you for having us. Thank you. For a new experience for uh, like uh, we didn't know what what a host family was. So now no, we, now nope, we know. Now we learn. We highly yeah. recommend it. And it, 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 whatever we put in, we get out way more than what we put in. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds like it. All right, guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Awesome. Great job, guys. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Christy Petrillo from Figures Toy Company, and you're listening to the Fatbacks on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and we are now happily joined. Oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess your name up, Nick Markavages. Markavages. Mark, get closer, get closer, buddy, please. Markavages. There, Markavages. I'm sorry that I did that. Um, Tough name, awesome pitcher. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? We're, we're doing great, man. Doing, doing great. Real well. Uh, so we had your your host family on earlier. Yes. And they told us that we had to get you on, and of course we wanted to have you on. Uh, your dad tells us that you were a card collector as a kid, so this must be really surreal for you. Yeah, I was huge card collector. I I would uh, ride my bike down down the street about about a mile down the street to. To pick up a box of cards after cutting the grass, and nice. uh, so that's how I would get my card money. And uh, whenever I could all summer, I would break open some cards. So where are you from, and who's your card shop? Who's your LCS? Uh, well, they actually closed up now, oh, but okay. uh, it was in uh, it was in Parma, Ohio. Okay. I'm from North Royalton, Ohio, so I would ride my bike down the street there, and that that's where I would go. Awesome. Okay. So what was the first pack of cards you remember opening? Do you? Uh, it had to be just a, a pack of tops, okay. Uh, okay. just a basic pack of tops from probably Target or something. Okay, uh, all right. I would always, I, when I was little, I would just go there when I was with my parents, sure. and I would just go right to the card aisle. Of course, that's <laughs> what we do that now. We yeah. did that today, actually. <laughs> we went to Target to get something, and we went straight to the right card to the card, aisle. card yeah, aisle. to the card aisle. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. That's very funny. All right, so who's your favorite player that, to collect? Uh, well, I haven't collected. In a long time, but okay. I I used to do the prospect stuff. Okay, I, I was a big okay. big uh, Bowman guy. All right, Bowman Bowman Chrome. All right, uh, 2008 is my year. I uh, have okay. I have a ton of 2000. <laughs> I tried to get every autograph I could from 2008. Okay, very uh, nice. But uh, yeah, I love collecting the prospects and watching them get up. Like I remember, I got David Price in the sure. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the 2008 yeah. set, and I was so excited because he was in the big <laughs> leagues already. <laughs> right, right. And uh, I love watching him because I had his card. That's Tennis- awesome. Tennessee Vols. Yes. And then uh, on to Tampa. Yep. And now with Boston, is he still with Boston? Uh, maybe Vanderbilt. Uh, maybe. What's that? Vandy. Oh, yeah. Not Tennessee. Sorry, it's right. Vandy. It was oh, Vandy. Yeah. Wow, I got that wrong. Gotta fact check this stuff. Man. I got to fact check next time. That's All right. Fun. So you went to collecting prospects to being a prospect. Yeah. Like, it's surreal, isn't it? It is. It is crazy. I mean. I, I remember seeing all these kind of cards and like watching breaks like this and now I'm here. Right. Now yeah. you're here. And I can't it's it's something that I can't even believe. Did, did you have a particular breaker that you broke with? You can say monster breaks and we'll make everybody happy. But <laughs> No, I, I just would watch them. Okay. I never right. I never yeah. participated. Uh, okay. I would just I would just watch them online. That's sweet. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. What so what's this is your first spring training. What's it, what's it been like for you? 
first spring training. Been here like a month so far, and uh, it really it really goes fast. It does. It's just yeah. a daily. Just you're waking up at 5 a.m. and you're practicing, and then you you got the games in the afternoon now, and it's just just day after day after day. And uh, I've really enjoyed it so far. Getting sure. out of uh, the weather back home in Ohio right, to come right, out right. here, and it's oh, great, great being outside here. Yeah, it's beautiful out yeah, here, man. We don't, we don't want to go back home right now. So. You went to uh, Ryder, right? Ryder, yep. New Jersey, New Jersey. What round were you drafted in? Uh, the seventh, the seventh round. Okay, that's still that's pretty I mean, respectable, right? Absolutely. You're not like a Rule Five guy or anything, so <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good. So, uh, what's the big? We we had another guy on uh, Corbin Burns earlier, and he he talked about the differences between the college game and the pro game. So, what's been the biggest difference that you've noticed so far? Uh, well, last summer was my first summer, so I was facing pretty similar hitters because they were guys just drafted in short season. Yeah. Right. And uh, uh, and some younger guys. So the biggest difference, obviously, is wood bats oh, from, yeah, from yeah, college. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge, huge difference. And then um, uh, when you see some advanced hitters from college sure. who I played against in college, uh, they uh, – have much much different approaches than the younger guys, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of a transition because you gotta. It's more of the mental game, right. more than just throwing your best pitch. You know right, what right. I mean? So because right. they try to intimidate you a lot right, more when right. they're up there, yeah. And they and they kind of know what you're gonna try to do, so you gotta right. you gotta combat that a little bit. So. Right, the whole chess match starts. Right. Yes, exactly. That's Very right. Cool. So, um, who are some of the guys you looked up to? You said David Price earlier, but who are some of the guys you looked up to and you try to emulate maybe your game after? Um, trying to emulate my game after. I don't uh, know if that's the right way to say that. I mean, like, like you know, you, you, everybody's their own pitcher, right? Right. So, I mean, but who are some names that you that you like? Oh, I wish I had his slider. I wish I had his fastball or something like that. Well, I could say, what being a, a young kid in Cleveland, CC Sabathia okay. was All right. was a big guy for me. I mean, I love literally and figuratively, him. right? Yeah, both, <laughs> both. Yeah, exactly. No, but he. Uh, uh, I watched him all the time as a little kid, and then as I got a little older, Cliff Lee was another good oh, Cleveland okay. pitcher, yeah, yeah, left-handed yeah, yeah, pitcher. Yeah. And then uh, as I got older, and like more now, like guys like John Lester and mm-hmm. Cole Hamels, mm-hmm. guys that could throw a good changeup. So sure. I, I'm more of a changeup guy. So, so okay. how, I like how to many watch pitchers that. are you working with? I'm working with three you fastball, curveball, changeup. All okay. right, is that all you need? Right? I mean, you just fastball, curveball, changeup. Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's his plan. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so the what's the what's the speed difference from the fast to the change? Uh, it's about ten to twelve miles an hour. Wow. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> Very what, good. What are you hitting on the radar gun with with the fastball? Uh, I'm sitting in the low 90s usually, the low 90s? Okay. top yeah. around 94. All right. So okay. Hey, that works. I can't throw 94. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's, no. That's crazy. So who's been uh, who's been the 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 hardest the toughest out so far in spring training for you? Oh man, <laughs> man. He just wrecked that car. We're all going. So what, what you're see, what you guys can't see, obviously, is that they're racing uh, trucks, remote control trucks around here, and dude just stepped on one. Yeah, uh, it's still working though. Tracy but, uh, Hatch was getting good video. That's over. so funny. All right. That's all right. Funny. So back to the question: Who's, <laughs> been, who's been the toughest hitter you faced so far in spring training? Um, toughest hitter. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really know all the hitters I faced. Okay, because uh, <laughs> that makes sense. I don't know the other have, lineups. Have you given up home runs? Uh, not, not yet. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. then they're they're just not ready for you. They're not ready so for you. No, it's not more at than all. Otani can say. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? You did say that out loud. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> awesome. So, man, so what are you looking for? What are, what are your hopes for? Have you have you been sent down yet? Are you still uh, hopeful that you're going to make the roster? Or what's going on? Uh, well, I'm not. Uh, I'll be somewhere in the minor leagues. Okay. I'm not I'm not okay. sure what uh, level I'll be at yet. Sure. And uh, so so we'll see. I'm, I'm waiting out the next two weeks. I'll awesome. probably have two, maybe three more game situation sure okay uh before that's decided and uh i'm just just going taking it day by day you have to that's all you that's all to. you can do all right awesome. man. We, awesome, man we know that you guys want to get out to dinner so uh we're gonna let you go thank you for stopping by being a collector and uh, knowing what you're talking about is a big thing for us who, yes who do this on a daily basis so uh that's really awesome best of luck to you for Hope, sure uh, I challenged Corbin to be up by June, so we'll we'll be nice to you. We'll say up by next June. Okay, you know there you go. <laughs> All right, awesome. that'll work, man. And uh, good luck with pulling your own cards because yeah. I know you're trying. Right? Have, yeah. you, have you been able to do that yet? Have you pulled one of your I, own cards this, yet? This will. This might be my. This will probably be my first card. Your first card. Okay. My first card. Right. Yeah. You're gonna right. get one to your mom, right? Oh, of course. She already yeah. wants one. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks, buddy. All right. All right take thank care. you guys. You guys hang tight. Right, take thank care. Thank you guys. You guys. Super Bowl champion Evan Mathis for Rebuyers.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, Paul, we're back after another quick break. Uh, this guy is no stranger to the show. Not at all. We love him, though. He does. We I love when he's here. averages this year. <laughs> <laughs> he's batting 400 right now, man. Uh, Michael Hodges of the clubhouse is joining us. What's up, Mike? What's going on, boys? We're so happy you're here. We are, man. We're having such a great time, man. I think you're having a good time, too, it seems like. No doubt, man. Living the dream. So let's, let's talk about first uh, National Treasures. How was it earlier? Load it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and obviously – even the worst years of NT football have just sick hits, right? You know? right, right, right. And uh, I think the most impressive thing for me was the uh, distribution of hits was really good. Sure. Okay. Um, you were hitting all the big rookies, like um, lots of different subsets. Sure. I liked the uh, scarcity of the RPA, even though some people would probably disagree. I like that they're hard to hit. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. There you go. Good nice. deal, man. And Mosaic, how was that? Mosaic was fun. I mean, it's it's just eye candy. Yeah. I mean, it it's one of those products pretty. you cannot lose on. I sure. mean, 30 cards that are all beautiful in mm-hmm. one box. Right. Yep. I mean, that's you can't go wrong. 360 cards a case ship. I mean, that's that's yeah. awesome. That's a lot so. of stuff. What'd you guys hit out of that? Oh boy, um, we hit the uh, wow. I just completely blank. Completely blank. Utah, Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell, sorry. Don, uh, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell rookie yeah. auto. Um, but you hit a Fox gold out of 10, right? Darren Fox gold rookie to 10. Those that's are no just joke. gorgeous. Yeah. Like, no and joke. when I was telling our guys, the color is better than the auto sometimes. Like, And the autos are amazing. Right, right. You right. know, but Tony Parker, Inc. We hit some Tony Parker. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it's great stuff. You can't go wrong with it. Like I said, awesome. Yeah. Very awesome. awesome. So we've had you on a few different times uh, talking about the clubhouse and breaking, and we had you on, I believe, from the, the rookie photo shoot, and you and you were in Philadelphia for something yeah, for, for the draft, yeah. right? So we've had you on for all that. But there's something else. There's another side to what you do that I wanted to bring forward because <laughs> the I think – The other side. Other side. <laughs> so you have a, a, a subscription cigar box. Yeah. Tell us about this. Yeah, so it's just a passion project of mine. Um, you know, uh, it, it's the same passion that started the clubhouse is what started uh, Cigar Saver. Um, and it's just, you know, my, I remember my dad at a young age, he told me to find the things I love and find a way to make money doing them. Yeah. Um, and you'll be happy. And um, that's what I've tried to do. Um, I'm a just a passionate cigar smoker. And uh, uh, I don't know, I just I felt like a lot of people 
enjoy cigars once they find cigars. Sure, sure. Um, but a lot of people are just kind of uh, shy to, mm-hmm. to like ask the questions. And so I wanted to make a product that removes that shyness and you know answers the questions for you. So sure. yeah, it's just a yeah. So what's the concept behind it? Then I mean, how first. You said find something you love and make money out of it. That's right, great. You've right. done that. So how do you, where do you get your cigars from, and how do you package them? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm complete novice. So. All right. So yeah. esen- essentially, not, not our, yeah. Uh, yeah. our forte. Yeah. So essentially, like, the, the premise of the of the, the whole model was that um, I would see a lot of uh, people going to cigar shops and say, like, hey, ask the guy working there, hey, what should I get? You know, do you recommend anything? And they're always recommending, like, what I call general brand cigars that, like, you can get anywhere, right? You can get sure. it a at a gas station, right? Oh, okay. and, and I was just like, oh, man, there's so many good, like, boutique cigars out there, but they're never the ones that get recommended, mm. and they're so good. Um, and so that was kind of the base of it, and really, like, what I do is I, I, I just, I look, and I, I, when I travel, I make sure I stop in everywhere I can. I just got back from Toronto, uh, went to one of the last cigar factories uh, in Canada yeah. um, just to, to see what they were doing there. Um, and I try to find those little places, holes in the wall, that are making insanely high quality cigars and get them into our box that way people can try them and they're never going to be able to find them anywhere else sure and get them to understand that like uh, a lot of times when you're buying cigars you're, you're paying for the brand you're not really paying for the the yeah. product sure right. and so uh to show them how good of a cigar you can get when you take away the big brand name uh-huh. and you insert the highest quality tobacco you can find anywhere and so that's kind of the premise of it okay. um and then the, the community aspect of it is that we don't just like ship full random cigars. Everyone gets the same four cigars. Oh, okay. That way you're smoking yeah. new stuff with the whole community at the right, same time. Right. Um, and you can talk about what you're smoking, oh, whether see, you like right. it or not. So right. like, it's not just like random, you know, like yeah. it's a menu every month of four cigars. Um, and we give you all the details, like where it's from, where it was rolled, everything about it. That way you can start going, oh, that, you know, I really like this one. It's from... Nicaragua, right? You right, know, whatever. And you start figuring out like the stuff you like, you know. And like I say, most people like all cigars, and there's just a mood for all the, you know, for each one, right? Sure. And so it's just figuring that out. So this is kind of like listen to you talk about it, because uh, like I said, we're not in yeah. cigars at all. But it sounds a little bit like the wine community, 100. percent Where they, okay, you, know, you, just, you just get that house wine. It's just yeah. the same old, same old thing, right? But there's like 38 different versions of it. Right, so it sounds right. like you're just you're just breaking yeah. it down for people. And, and, I it, love it. and even more so, in, in along that line. Uh, the same way that a, a wine could be okay one year and five years later, that same vintage is like what everyone wants. Right, the sure. same thing is happens in tobacco. Five years later, this cigar can be like an absolute home run now. Oh, okay. right. So everyone's going, smoke it, smoke it, you know? Right, right, right. And so that's kind of, yeah, the same exact thing as wine. Okay. Do you, have, cool. do you have a favorite one that you've put in a box so far? Man, um, one of my favorite cigars, is, it's the AFR 75. Um, it's a good gun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, it's got a San Andres Mexican wrapper, which most people don't associate Mexico with good tobacco, but they have one of the best tobacco. The wrapper leaves in, in the world comes out of uh, Mexico, which is really cool. Okay. Um, but I'm generally speaking, I really enjoy Nicaraguan cigars. Uh, they have really volcanic soil, which usually translates to like really rich, um, full flavor bodied cigars. Um, I like that. Some people like more earthy stuff, which would be like your Dominicans and stuff like that. Um, but personally, I just like the really deep and rich Nicaraguan uh, tobacco. So. I'm completely lost, but I'm yeah. so enthralled. This, yeah. this is amazing. But it is fun, like, <laughs> and it's not hard. And, and the, th- the cool thing with cigars is that I love is that 
you can never be wrong. You know, like no one can tell you that you don't like what you like. You know, okay. like right, that makes so, sense. If, if everyone's favorite cigar is someone else's least favorite cigar, and that's okay. You know, right. and that's what that's really what I like about it. It's kind of a exploration, and it never ends. Okay, yeah. so so do you know much about? I mean, you know, obviously you know your stuff. Yeah. Do you know much about the collecting side? Is there a collecting world? Huge of cigars, just like sports cards, like okay. where people sit on cases and, sure. you know, and they wait right. for them to go up. Right. right. The same thing happens in the cigar okay, world because. Okay. Especially when you get into boutique cigars, yeah, there's limited runs of everything, yeah. okay. you know, because wow. there's okay. only so much tobacco of a specific uh, variety that they can grow or, or whatnot, right? Okay, and so okay. they'll say, "Hey, we only produced a thousand twenty count boxes of this cigar," mm-hmm. and a lot of guys will buy them up. They'll sit on them, and ten years later, they're you know, you're right, s- sitting on triple their prop, you know, triple their money or whatever, you know. And so there's a there's definitely a big a big thing there. Yeah. So, so you can prospect in cigars. Absolutely, like, yeah, definitely like prospecting. Prospect in so cigar that's, that's very cool. Are we, we going to see that on Facebook soon? Like somebody yeah. breaking cigar right, boxes, right? right. <laughs> Bowman Chroma cigars, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> RPA <laughs> or Panini Prism. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That is that's very great. So, so what's what's the what do you in the long run? Do you is it going to be always going to be cards and cigars, or what, is one going to win out? Or you, you know, I mean, my, cards is my passion, and um, that community is just like they're, they're my family. You know, like we've been around for almost a decade now, which is right. crazy to even say out loud. Sure. Um, and so, like, I mean, they're always number one. Uh, cigars is like my, like I said, kind of my side project. You know, just I was like, you know, I love them, um, and I get frustrated with the lack of good ones that I get sure. when I go into a shop. So yeah. let's just, instead of just doing it for me, let's let's do it for everybody, right? And okay. so, um, you know, it's a challenge. It's the cigar the cigar thing is, so it, it, it stays mostly a hobby um, just because uh, growing it is, is difficult. You know, right, right. I can buy a Facebook ad for the clubhouse and I can't buy a Facebook ad for Cigar Server, sure. right? And so right. it really it really relies on uh, word of mouth and our customer base, like telling their friends, you know? So, right. Um, yeah, tobacco is just a hard industry, you know, sure. like there's everything gets grouped together, you know, like right. to, to the, an average person, a cigar smoker might as well be a cigarette smoker, but it's a, you know, it's a very different world, you know, right. once you're in it, but right. it's a, uh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going to back up a little yeah. bit because, so I'm, I'm assuming that these things smoke differently, right? Like it's cigarette? cigarette? No, 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 no. Like from each other, from one, oh. point, from one taste or right, brand right, or right. another. Yeah. So is it? You, you were saying volcanic, earthy, and right. so different flavors. Yeah, I would say um, similar. I think the easiest thing to compare it to would be like coffee. Like okay. If you get really oh, into right. like in, into coffee, sure. You know, you start hearing things like notes of cocoa and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like toasted almond stuff right, like right. that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the similar profiles because essentially it's the same thing. You're right. you're dealing with an organic that grew in in some very rich soil. Sure. So you're kind of pulling those same flavors out, right? Okay. And so uh, spicy is also another one. Like you okay. you smoke some that literally it tastes like you know like a black pepper or a white pepper or something like that. Sure. Um, on your tongue on on the back side. So. Uh, yeah, a lot okay. of the same notes. This is interesting. It's <laughs> very interesting. I just want to, I just want to keep talking. Yeah, I'm no, learning I'm, out. Yeah, yeah, you are, but it's, it's fine. Awesome. I love it. Because we are a collectibles podcast, and we can talk about we things that we collect. And if people about. collect Absolutely. cigars, then damn it, we're talking That's about right. it. Right. <laughs> awesome, man. So uh, we're going to let you get over here, back to your breaking. Uh, you got some Don Rest left, and you have one case of Flawless uh, left. Yeah. Yes. How's flawless been, man? It's been awesome. I mean, yeah. Flawless is just like, yeah, I mean, it's always good. It can't be bad, right? I mean, it's flawless. <laughs> right. It's flawless. That's true. Hence the name. That's true. Hence the name. Well, here we'll give you a chance to, to yeah. drop your uh, do that. Whatever please. you want to drop. Drop yeah. your clubhouse. Drop your cigar. Stuff, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do I it, mean, it, man. Uh, 
I'll, I'll drop everything. All right, so club, the Clubhouse breaks on uh, on Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook, the Clubhouse. Um, and then you have Clubhouse Marketplace? What, uh, yeah, the, Clubhouse Exchange. That's yeah, where buy, sell, trade is for the Clubhouse. Yeah. I like to give our guys a place that they can like safely you know, trade. trade Trading is mostly the thing that I try to protect because, as we know, that's the most vulnerable thing you sure. can do. You know, there's right. no financial transaction, so it's like right. it's pretty risky. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, Clubhouse Exchange, that's our trade page. Um, and then for cigars, it's a Cigar Sever, S-A-V-E-U-R, okay. um, on Instagram, Twitter, CigarSever.com. Um, and then my personal Instagram, check it out, Cigars and Cards. Literally, it's about cigars and cards. So, Sweet. Yeah, pretty pretty simple. Yeah. And you know what? I know, I know there are a lot of cigar smokers out there that listen to this yeah. podcast. Oh, sure. And, and, so. and what's really cool, I didn't even add this, is that... that um, probably about fifty percent of our customer base on Cigar Server yeah. are card collectors. There you go. Wow, yeah. You so go. yeah, it's it's pretty amazing because you get the crossover where you're like you have multiple things in common, well, and it, it makes sense. Yeah. They had tobacco cards, right? Right. Yeah. Right. This was started a long yeah. time ago. Right. So. Right. Right. <laughs> it's meant to be. Bringing it back. Yeah, it's meant to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, I gotta stop. Yeah, we're not gonna, <laughs> gonna sing the song that goes with it. Michael, thank you for joining us, buddy. Appreciate it, brother. All right, it was buddy. A pleasure. Thank you guys you. hang tight, we'll be right back. This is Eric Norton, co-host of Beckett Radio, and you're listening to the number one sports collecting podcast in the world, home of the fat packs. And we are back after that quick break, Paul. We are sitting with the power couple of Mesa, Arizona. The team of Phil and Karen of Hot Corner Sports and fluffing stuff the electricity in this room right now is just unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable like you know what they totally paid their power bill yeah they told strong yes it is strong, strong here um well let's do this let's let's let these guys and ladies interview uh introduce themselves phil please okay my name is uh, phil ranella i've been uh in the business since 2003 but collecting since 1981 when the terrible dodgers beat my beloved yankees <laughs> at the tender age of six did you cry? I probably did cry. You cried? I probably did cry. I knew you were a crier. Yeah. I, I knew it. <laughs> when, I, when I saw you, I knew it. And Karen, please. I'm Karen. I'm the better half of this operation, I would say. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> no, uh, Phil and I have been, well, actually, we will be married 10 years this year. And, Congratulations. Uh, we've just been, thank you. We've just been riding this, this train together, doing all, right. all kinds of stuff, back and forth between the two stores. And still no honeymoon after 10 years. Right. No well, no, no that, honeymoon. That's because well, you don't take a day off. I mean, you're, I mean, <laughs> you're closed on Monday, and you opened for us to come in here, so. Well, dedication. Yeah, something like that. It's hard. It, or insanity. Literally. <laughs> so uh, it's National <laughs> Women's Month, and the reason that we are here, other than we love Phil, we wanted to talk to Karen because she has a unique aspect of what's going on here. So first let's talk about the card shop how long have you had this place phil since oh three since oh three all right so a little bit before the 10 years were were, were y'all dating then or well when i met phil there was different ownership here but it was more like the hobby aspect of it his father would come down and and help out in the store okay and phil was actually a police officer at the time Mm. So, um, but then shortly after we, we actually took over and, um, we've just been here ever since. Sweet. So So what came first, the cards or the, 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 the business next door? Oh, the cards came first. Cards came first first in 03 and then in 07, the laundromat fell into my lap more or less. Okay. That's, uh, okay. So what did you think about cards before you met Phil and what do you think about cards now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I was familiar with it because actually Phil and I have a lot in common. We're kind of a 
non-traditional couple actually we both enjoy mostly the same things sports uh gambling (laughs) 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 Um, anything like that i I really my brother used to collect cards um i didn't really understand the the way it is now where you know it's it's almost like it's the quest for that one unique item Mm -hmm. or that thrill that you're you're looking for you know it's the chase but uh back then i would i would have probably said it was more like a legacy thing or for nostalgia you know if like if your father collected or or if you you have something you want to get for your son or your future son or daughter you know but now it's just like we're we just we love it it's like we help people find their their thrills and we mm-hmm. just go with and go on the ride with them it's it's awesome they break up relationships is what they we, do we kind of do like <laughs> I, I'm, probably, I'm probably one of the few wives that would actually want to see my husband in a card store because most <laughs> well i guess most of them would probably be worried about uh, you know them getting a little out of control or right spending half the car payment or something like that but no um We've seen a lot of people pull their their the card of their life, and it's it's awesome because you know a Michael Jordan or a Derek Jeter or whatever it is, it's just it's fun to see. It's it's like a it's a rush, you know. Absolutely, man. That's such a great story. It sounds like a perspective coming from from you because you don't get that perspective that often in the hobby. So fantastic stuff. Well, she used to take all my pictures for me when I used to list online, so she really knew. Oh, okay. And then she knew, you know. The chromes, you got to take a certain angle. So she really, and then she learned the names of a lot of the prospects. And then, you know, we did a lot of fantasy sports. We run some some leagues out of the store. And okay. she's way, a. Yeah, we yeah. did. Uh, I was in two leagues of fantasy football, and I won first and second this yeah. year. So yeah, oh, she sure. took she, she took down all the guys. She, she took all the guys down. Nice. And actually, nice. when I met Phil, I was still a school teacher, and uh, he would give me some product and cards and memorabilia for my classroom so oh, very is nice. that how phil got in that pa- that paper over there with the, with the teacher is that probably probably, probably. <laughs> you probably finagled that somehow that's funny that's awesome and you guys are in a unique situation because like we're out here now spring training's going on mm-hmm. so you get an influx of i would imagine collectors and, and people autograph hunt- hunters yeah. and things like that um out here so very strong cubs and a's presence but cubs hands down 10 to down. 10 to 1 now, how far are you from the Cubs and uh, facility? Uh, I'm about uh, about 20 minutes tops, and then from the A's, I'm about uh, about 15. About 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your unique relationship that you have with them? Uh, well, with the you know, it, it all it all started at the laundromat when uh, a person walked in and said, "You're going to get a phone call from a um, from uh, the head guy at the at the A stadium. They they need someone to do their um, their food vendor's shirts." And I said, sure, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And um, we did the A's for one weekend um, about five years ago. Okay. And the call of my life came when the Cubs called and said, hey, we like what you did for the A's. Uh, can you do the same thing for us? Now, when you're talking the Cubs, you're talking, you know, five or six times the amount right. of what the A's have. Right, sure. Uh, so it's been a really, you know, nice thing. It's it's a five-week stint where, you know, every night you're washing Right. Some some team and you're putting in, you know, 15 hour days, but it's it's well worth it to build that relationship. And, who you know, who knows what that could lead to. That's also you get to go into the park and kind of get a little behind the scenes action. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Back entrance. Yeah, we actually just saw the, the owner of. Yeah. The, uh, Theo Epstein. Uh, what? Theo Epstein just um, jogged by us the other day on our way in. So very nice. I waved cool. to him, but he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Because it was in the back entrance. So that right. was yes. The back entrance. <laughs> 
Good God. Stay with me, Eric. It's Stay a good marriage me, of uh, sports and laundry because, you know, we get to do, we get to keep doing what we're doing, but we also just got to make sure that people are dressed nice, you know? Yeah, right. Keep it clean. That's so, awesome. um, what kind of, I mean, does it get, does it get tempting? Like, uh, let me, let me get this Chris Bryant, let me get this Chris Bryant. I, I know that you can't, but how tempting is it? Especially, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's tempting. Um, especially when you're in the clubhouse or near the clubhouse and you sure. see the guys walk by, but you know, you just, yeah, you have to be professional. You have to be professional about it. Yeah. yeah. I got you. It's, uh, we, we talk about this all the time. Paul and I have interviewed, you know, I don't want to sound like we're big time or anything, but dozens and dozens of celebrities, right? And we've never asked for an autograph afterwards. We just don't do it. It's not professional. If they offer it, cool, we'll take it. Yeah. But it, we're not going to say, Hey, can you sign this for me? Um, but we have some people who don't follow that rule, and you got to you got to keep it professional. And um, I think that's why sometimes why we don't have such a we don't really have a problem booking bigger name guests right. because they know we're we're going to be professional, and it, it, which helps us. But there are other people around us that don't do such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, they're kind of asses. You know the weird the weird thing <laughs> is uh, back when when I had my other job as a police officer, I was working security in the dugout of the Cubs. Mm-hmm. And it was the best day. Really work? Hold on. Was that really work? Oh, not at all. I was going to say, oh, not that does not sound no, like a job. Not at all. <laughs> but uh, you, you know, it's the best day of your life, and, the, and and then you find out that you know these guys are they're, they're just normal people. They're talking about their son with a, a toothache and what their wife wants for dinner, and you know, you you grow up and you look at Ryan Sandberg and you look at all these big name players, and you're you're standing right next to them, and they're not talking about you know the squeeze play. They're talking about normal day-to-day stuff and right. so it was kind of like your childhood bubble kind of burst when you realize these are just people that have a tremendous talent and get paid very well for that talent right. and it's kind of it just it was very eye-opening to see that they're, they're just normal people you know yeah for sure uh, that's the biggest thing with everybody they just want to be treated like people too you know, they, yeah. many times when we have that kind of run in it's just you know, it's just a dude, or it's just a woman, and yep. um, it, we, you know, they just want to be treated with respect, and that's that's simple enough to do. All right, so let's talk about the laundry side of things because that's the fascinating <laughs> point to me. I know. How it really is. like how busy does it keep you? Like, is it, is it every night? Is okay. it okay? This is just it's this is real. Um, <laughs> this is real. Two thousand and seven, we started our first day, January first, and. I came dressed to work, and every single year since then, this is like our 11th year, we have we have grown in business. Um, every day is going to be different. You don't know what's coming through the door. You sure. don't know what to expect. Um, since then, we've obtained a vehicle. We have a route. We do pickup and delivery uh, to commercial accounts. Um, we've washed... You know, famous people's clothes. We've had we've had Willie Nelson. We've had um, some a couple of uh, American Idol contestants. We've had um, some some athletes. We had Carl Crawford. Carl Crawford's comforter, yes, yeah. nice. right. And uh, <laughs> it's just been unreal. I mean, everybody needs this 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 chore done. And so, it's like yes, it keeps us busy. But like I said, it's you know we kind of make our own hours and we decide you know what we're going to do each day. So it's 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 been awesome, really. So you said uh, honky tonk man lives down the road yeah. and yes. uh, you've, you've done some of his work this is where Paul be quiet, is going to be quiet yeah, huh? <laughs> so, uh, wrestler, wrestling is a, a big thing in here you guys are a big wrestling family oh yes yeah. uh, you, you sell wrestling in your shop here yeah. Uh, yeah. you guys just went to Raw right uh, yes we did so yeah. How did you guys get into was was that something you got in together or well, I'm from Connecticut okay and, oh uh, well makes perfect WWF sense WWF at the time yeah was headquartered in Stanford which yeah. was you know 20 minute ride from the house sure 
So I grew up, you know, I grew up a Hulkamaniac. Yeah, uh, and I, I used to think it was all crazy bogus, and I, I, I echoed <laughs> Colin Cowherd because he said that they were all booger eaters, and I, I believed him. <laughs> but you, he, he got me into it. He hooked me into it because at first I thought it was all real, and then it was just like basically like a soap opera and a storyline. And now I watch it more than he does. I, I, I read the rumor reports. <laughs> I can't <laughs> help it. I can't wow. help it. No, I'm gonna dress up for WrestleMania too. So are you guys going to WrestleMania? Are you going to? No, oh, we're gonna. No. The Royal Rumble's here next. The okay. next Royal Rumble is going to be uh, where the Diamondbacks Chase play. Field, yeah. Oh, cool. so we're going to try to uh, maybe get a suite for the for the store and see if a bunch of people want to go down and fly home in your account. Yeah. Okay. At least there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, can, you guys can come out. Whoever wants to come. It's January, so it's beautiful weather. It's beautiful weather. Nice. Uh, what's it get? What's it like in Come January? out for SummerSlam in August. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not afraid. You're not, I'm afraid? You're not it's afraid? It's a dry heat. January is our, our rainy season. So. January. See, I, I used to live in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> I used to live in Seattle, and there was a stat. I don't know if it still tr- holds true that, like, the Phoenix, Arizona area got more rain per square inch every year than Seattle did. Because Seattle is just not, it's just a, kind of a drizzle. It's not like a flat-out rain. So a lot of it's not measurable. Hmm. Uh, but where, where Phoenix did get, gets measurable rain. Let's talk about this river you got going right through the middle of Phoenix. What What is that? You don't know the Salt River? Oh, the Salt River. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, good luck if you want to go down the Salt River. It's uh, Is it like the Genghis, but just over here in America? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do it. A lot of people rent rafts, and they go down it. But, uh, you the know, I, I've heard, you know, wear your shoes in the river. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of nasty. Ugh. I kind of thought that every body of water here was, like, man-made. So, I don't know. I don't... Tr- we. I know our water comes from the Colorado River. So, okay. the Salt River, I think, is probably just fabricated okay i, I don't okay. know okay right. uh, that's enough Fair river enough. talk we can, we can move on from yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> so uh you, you you have something unique you do in your shop here this weekly auction board on saturdays and uh tell us about that yeah well i have to give credit where credit is due that that my father's idea okay and uh he helps me out tremendously in fact he's here more than i am because i'm i'm next door doing actual work work and he's over here having a good time with the customer sure <laughs> people say he's over here half the time asleep but you know we're not going to uh we're not going to rat him he out calls him out oh, oh, podcast. oh he would he would admit it he would admit it you know yeah. when the door opens he you know he opens his eyes at the same time so ah. but um no it was his idea and it's been the brainchild of his since about 1998 for the old owner and uh we've actually had a a live auction since uh since 98 every week except the whenever christmas falls on a saturday or our wedding fell on a saturday and so literally since 98 we've missed about three auctions and yeah. uh wow he left yeah, the altar and said wait wait hold on but uh the good part about the auction is uh you know you had the 50 cards up you mm-hmm. know you, there were there was a time i was doing 70 but then i realized that might have been too many okay it's hard to keep a little kid's attention span i think i told you that yeah, yeah. probably yeah and Sweet. so uh you know you have the cards up there and it brings a lot of foot traffic in throughout the week people write bids in if they can't be here and you know while they're in here they'll say oh let me pick up this or that or the other thing and uh you know it generates a lot of sales but i'm gonna uh, go i'm gonna go bid on that reggie jackson right i know you keep talking about you've talked about it for two days straight now. i'm afraid i'm afraid to place a early. bid though and not win it well you could, you could place your bid if you place it large enough and you win it i could just ship it to you yeah i, I know that but i kind of want to be here when it ends so i can be like oh, they're got really it. good <laughs> they, they do everything according to season and what sports are going on and he knows you know the, the all the spring training guys are out here right now so it's like a lot of a lot of cub stuff and you know whatever whatever the demand is for everybody it's a family event and sometimes we have parties and food and 
imbibing and whatever 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 yeah. we do sure it makes a lot of sense that you would do that it's an event and people want to come be a part of it absolutely for sure it's Sweet. a good time let's talk about the, this tops piece you got on because we, we got the story the other day but explain oh. this tops this tops piece well i have a uh, i have a, a family acquaintance slash friend who picked this piece up from a man in california okay and it was more or less sold to him as an art piece but it is a pack of every tops year made from 51 redbacks all the way through i think 89 which was the 40th year and i kept looking at this thing in this in this man's house for months so i said to him what are you ever going to do with this because it's just leaning against your wall he's like ah, i'm probably going to sell it so i bought it from him wrote him a check a little bit of cash and i wrote him a check and i said to myself and i even said to karen i said you know this man does not know what he has because if, he, if every pack in here is according to the year of the card there's big money you know oh, several sure. several thousand dollars and i said i'm going to sell this i'm going to hand this man 10 grand he didn't even expect right and say you know this piece was very very valuable so unfortunately i uh, took it home and the 1969 tops pack there i i broke the case to look at it and it was all 89 tops every pack was was um all 89 tops nothing in there was real even the wrappers they are the authentic look but they are not real. So uh, we were, uh, oh, we, we, it was a bad day. But it's still a conversation piece. That's why I still <laughs> have it hanging here. I'm surprised that the glass wasn't cracked and shattered from, from Phil's anger about it. <laughs> he got a little bit of a temper. But uh, he, he super glued it back together and got over it. It is From <laughs> an art standpoint, though, I'm digging it, though. Yeah. Uh, from honestly, you know, it's no, definitely a cool It, it a is. Cool and, piece. you know, the thing, there was a letter with it that says, hey, this is a one-of-one one piece. This is from Cyberger's regular collection. This is a, a very unique item and, you know, all that stuff. So it really made it legit. But whoever did this, the, you know, my hat's to them because they, they fooled me. The one of one. Ma- ma- you know, not that I'm an expert uh, or uh, not foolable, but, you know, they, they pulled the wool over my eyes for sure. That's, that's sad. So what, what's worse, sad. pulling over a drunk driver or getting stuck with a fake piece of tops? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I, I probably couldn't say that on the radio, but I did pull over someone famous one time, and he, he had a DUI, but uh, yeah. we'll just, did we'll you just let, him let go? that go. Uh, I couldn't. Oh, you yeah. couldn't. Oh, it was bad, huh? Because in the city of Mesa, if you knowingly let someone go they'll let you go they'll let you go ah, i got gotcha. you ah. i got gotcha. you couldn't sense. do that at the time so. you got yankee stuff all over the room but you're not a yankees fan are you well i'm not i'm not a yankees fan but i sort of have to do it out of loyalty but only when the cup like last year when the cubs and the yankees were getting right yeah. down in it yeah i said well it was our anniversary because it's an October, <laughs> and I said, I love you, but one of us, you know, probably you is going to be on the couch if the Cubs and the Yankees are in the World Series, oh, but man. I was born a Cubs fan, okay. raised a Cubs fan because my family's all near Chicago, so. Sweet. But I support him. I, 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 I go for it. I like Aaron Judge. <sighs> How can you not mean, but This is true. This is guy's very, massive. Very true. And then another piece on your wall I want to talk about is the Brian Shaw piece, uh, Pretty cool. The Mother's Day cleats, uh, bat and ball, right? Yeah. Brian Shaw is a uh, very good supporter of the store, and a, and I could call him a friend. Um, very nice guy. <laughs> he um, He's a big-time collector, and uh, we hit it off very well. So I said, hey, what do you guys ever do with those Mother's Day stuff, the pink bats and the wristbands and all that stuff? And he's like, uh, I don't know, just watch your mail. So I was like, oh, okay never expecting anything other right, than right. maybe you know a, a wristband so he sends me um 
his cleats autographed and uh, the bat that he used, which is autographed. And uh, he actually got a save in those cleats on that day that back then was with the Indians. Okay. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to frame this up and, and show it off. Uh, not for sale, obviously. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, he's a really good guy. and uh, He's really nice. His wife is wonderful. We've gone to dinner. So oh, really, cool. really good people. I'm very sad because there was, a, there was a few months ago, wasn't it, that we were trying to get him... You were we were calling him. We're trying to get him on actually to come on the podcast because yeah. he was he was in the shop. Yes, but he had uh, he uh, he good was circumstances he was entertaining a, a very important phone call from right. Colorado. Yes, and uh, in fact, he was probably negotiating via text as he's <laughs> opening National Treasures. <laughs> that's, um, awesome. that's awesome. And next thing I knew, two hours later, he was a uh, Colorado Rocky. So uh, congratulations to him. Well Good deserved. Deal. Good deal. It's awesome. very fun to see the athletes who collect because they come in here and mm-hmm. they just go crazy. And they would Who's been in here I mean, other than Brian? Uh, Brad Ziegler of the now Marlins. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's, a, he's another he, great, he's a huge, great huge collector. collector. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we had that signing that one that one time. Yeah, we, we've had uh, signings, uh, you know, Fergie, uh, not Fergie, uh, Gaylord Perry and Dave Kingman was here, and Pedro Guerrero. We've had Lee Smith, Connor, um, Connor Jackson at the time. We had Matt Williams in here. Ah, oh, Matt Williams. Um, good stuff. Looks just like you too, Matt. Matt Williams. <laughs> <laughs> About fifty pounds of muscle, though. Yeah. <laughs> not 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 chub, but uh, oh, he's good. He uh, he was great. Absolutely. Uh, much to the ninety four that ninety four season, he would have probably hit sixty one. Yeah, yeah. Much to the chagrin of our friend Corey Majors. Uh, oh my god. Matt Williams was the better giant, not Will Clark. Yes. Just <laughs> putting yeah. that out there. Friends, yeah. <laughs> but but Will Clark has the nicer swing. He's got a pretty he swing, doesn't he? he Did you see the documentary? Thunder and Lightning. Yeah, Thunder and Lightning. It was great. Um, both of them. Will Clark's swing was so well, flawless. I mean, how, do you, how, do you, how do you keep Rafael Palmeiro out of the Hall of Fame? How do you do it? <sighs> you know. P-E-D. Yeah, that's P-E-D. why. That's exactly why. I'm it's just saying, it's tough. Weird. No, I know, yeah. but you know, no one complained when the stadiums were full. Nope. Yeah, that's the, that's true too. In the 90s, no one complained. No, that's all. true. You know. Now there's just these writers in these stuffy suits behind the desk. <laughs> I, I mean, I, honestly, would you rather see a, an eight-six slugfest or a one-nothing shutout? <laughs> just being honest, I'd rather see a slug. Yeah, I'd rather see a slugfest. You know, yeah. Karen, what's the biggest thing you've seen pulled in here, uh, card-wise? Oh gosh. Well, I've seen. Like I said earlier, uh, a couple of really good uh, Michael Jordan. And the other day, just maybe about a month or so ago, there was a one-of-one one Derek Jeter oh, wow. autograph and actually went to a huge Yankee fan and a, a good friend of the store. But it's funny because there was a whole case of product in here. <laughs> and this guy kept getting this other guy, go get another one, buy another one, buy another one. This other guy kept opening and wasn't happy, wasn't happy, you know. Finally, it was like one, maybe maybe the last box left, and uh, he's like, "I can't just let it sit there." Uh, so he pulls it up and gets the one of one Jeter. Uh, so did he get he stabbed felt, in the parking lot? He <laughs> felt so bad, but secretly I was just I was jumping up and down for him because it was it was his yeah the sure. card of his life. So that's um, funny and horrible all at the same time. At the same time, that's tough. <laughs> so what's the best thing you've ever pulled? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not usually allowed to pull anything up, but... Uh, you pulled that triple auto from the Lin Yen oh debacle. Oh, yeah. That was back when we were doing eBay mm-hmm. and shipping before we had the uh, 
you know, you can ship all your stuff from home. We had to actually fill out delivery uh, confirmation forms yes. like Fred Flintstone style and yeah. walk to the <laughs> post office. <laughs> I just stopped doing that a year ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so the one time we didn't, we got, we got duped. We didn't, mm. something happened with customs and it was going to Canada and it was a triple auto. Yeah. Jordan. Mm. Kevin Garnett and LeBron. LeBron she pulls James. A holy wow. moly. Yeah. It was a huge card at the what time. What was that number two? You I believe it was 25. 25. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great card. Why do you put 25 on a card like that? Why number to 23. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. I'll number that to 25. You guys get a lot of Cardinals fans in here? Yeah. Yes. yes. Not ba- football, not, fo- not baseball. Yes. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, clearly. <laughs> you know, it, it depends on how they're doing go. Uh, Sure. It's hard out here for a fan base fan base because it's very transient population. Everyone seems to be from everywhere else. Sure. But I feel like it's getting more but and more on board. Like yeah. people are kind of becoming diehards out here because it's like, you know, what else are you going to do? It's, it's, it's 140 degrees and, you know, you're going to stay inside or watch sports. That's why we have the roof on our baseball field so yeah. we can enjoy air conditioning right. all the time. You got a pool <laughs> out there too, right? Yeah, so a pool in the outfield. Yeah. Nice. Could you like go in the pool while you watch the game? Yeah. You can. Yeah, you can. You can buy. You can buy tickets to the section. Yeah, you have to be in that section, and then you know. Dude, it's pretty nice. Yeah. that's something we got to think about. <laughs> but but <laughs> the TV the TV looks at you and says whether or not you can take your shirt. Off. So yeah, they, uh, I, I would be out. I, they yeah, say well, they would say Phil, you need to keep your shirt on. And you keep getting you know on the We're flashed on the jumbotron, so you got to make sure you're yeah. happy with. <laughs> yeah, just 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 keep a neck from the head up shot in the pool if you're in there. We're good to go. Right, nice. Very nice. You're uh, obviously. Can we talk about Lot Lords? Are we, are we allowed to talk about that? I just said sure. it, so I guess we're going to yeah, talk we about, talk about it. Which is a, a room on. Uh, it's on Facebook, right? Well, yes. Phil can say all of this, but I will just say one thing. Okay. I remember, like before, there was pre Lot Lords and now post Lot Lords. Like Phil used to, you know. He Do you still know Phil? Does I he still talk to you. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm like, wow, Phil. Like how how's your phone doing? You haven't had it in your hand in about three seconds. Like he's always, always, always on Facebook and doing Lot Lords. But I understand why. I mean, you you guys know too. It's like sometimes you just don't know when when you have to strike and when there's something hot you gotta you gotta see it because if you miss it then you know somebody else will snatch it up yeah paul, paul this is all you you two right true. now so uh <laughs> well you know you gotta realize I, i'm no spring chicken so i didn't even know you could sell cards on facebook you that's how last week that's yeah. i figured it out about, no, about phil's new to facebook about about, about yeah, two years ago is. about yeah. two years ago yeah. you know and uh but talk about that. Talk about your experience, like learning how to do that and how it's changed. Well, yeah, I, you know, you know your perspective. people were always telling me, "Oh, you got to go to Facebook to sell cards." I'm like, what, the, what, are you, what are you talking about? I have Facebook to sell cards. Oh, I was wrong, and I admit it. You know, I should have done it years years earlier. But uh, it's like I'm on MySpace. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's an unbelievable it's an unbelievable tool. Yeah. It's, a, it's a tool to to meet dealers to meet customers to pick up customers i mean i put the store on facebook and you know i'm seeing people messaging me that would have never even known the store was here even though we've been here forever uh it's just uh it's very unique and it's another revenue stream that um and you know circles, wasn't available your circle has grown you know yeah. your contacts and the people that you know and which is why paul's here today yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. very, very much so yeah. exactly know? for sure how how are we all three fat and bald how did that happen <laughs> No, I'm sorry that I called you fat. Oh Phil, no! I, I mean, listen, <laughs> listen, it's uh, you know, a lot of uh, you, you stress <laughs> eat is what it is. Yeah. You stress eat and you eat late at night because you're putting in so many hours, and right. you you should go to the gym. Yeah, but, the only, but the only gym you go has a last name of Beam, yeah. so there's there's not much uh, 
there's not much time to work out. It's an easy, it's a convenient excuse, but you know, it, it really is. I mean, it's one that who, works for the hobby. Who, who wants to work out after a 15-hour day? It, truthfully, it's like you know. Homer passing a gym on The Simpsons. Gaim, it's a gaim. Yeah. Yes, as he has his little yes. hose of ranch dressing. Yes, it's yeah. yeah. funny. I mean, I mean, I smell the barbecue. It smells good, and you're you're. Right by an Arby's and a Village Inn. Hawaiian and, I mean, shaved you know, ice. And yeah, and you ask, and you ask how come I have a belly. Yeah. Well, I look yeah. around you. Yeah. yeah, I understand now. I'm sorry. I, I, I insulted your fatness. but That's I get okay. It. And Filiberto's is just behind us, as is Taco Bell. I mean, for the love of God. Good grief. <sighs> yeah. Well, Taco Bell is disgusting, but we're going to let that one slide past this. Uh, your son is not happy. Your son. <laughs> oh, it's okay. He's not he just happy. wants to be a part of it. That's all. Yeah, that's we'll get over it. That's okay. We we put my son we'll on from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you That'll go. Work. So, work. as a husband and team wife, uh, uh, wow, husband and team wife, as a, a team <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as a, as a husband and wife team, you guys run a kick-ass card shop and a laundry facility that's been successful for fifteen years. Yeah. So what's the key to success to one one your relationship? How do you guys keep it going and then not getting overworked? And then the key to success in business. Well, to highlight uh, Women's Month, uh, I need to say that I have a non-traditional, non-contemporary mentality. Oh, you have a happy ninety last name. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I, I have a, I have a wife who understands that you know I leave the house sometimes at five thirty, mm-hmm. and I may not get home till sometimes eight nine o'clock at night, and I don't get grief for it. Okay. And um, oftentimes she'll she'll come down for you know many of those hours, but uh, there's there's not the nagging, there's not the hounding, there's not the oh the business comes first because you know she, Karen knows that uh, without me leaving early or spending all day. You know, bills may not get paid. Sure, right. and it's it's a very, I'm I'm very lucky in that aspect that I don't have a, mm-hmm. a nagger. Where are you? Don't you know it's it's your turn to give the kid a bath type of right, type right, of relationship. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's I'm I'm very fortunate. Karen. Yeah, I I would I would agree to most of that. I think that we um we do have a pretty non traditional relationship where it's like. You know, we just kind of help each other because we go with the flow. We have to in this business, um, uh, you know, especially having the two two stores right next to each other. Um, we have family helping us out and uh, we, we never know what what's what we're going to expect every day. And um, I don't you know, I don't get upset with Phil. He doesn't get upset with me. We don't really have traditional roles that we we have to do we just kind of we do what has to be done and you know i would say that we've done a pretty good job we mm. don't ha- you know we don't get a, a weekly paycheck like most people we don't work set hours and have vacation days but you know we also don't have people telling us you know this is all you can make until you retire and you know we just we kind of keep motivating each other so just do do as best as we can you know well, kudos to you guys yeah, you we bring like our family into it we kind of you know we we we, sure. we have our five-year-old you know child labor right now just <laughs> getting into the business we're gonna edit that part out folks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta you know it's a team it's literally a team sport and yeah, we yeah. we just i don't know i i used to not be very excited to go to work um when sunday night would roll around and i would i would dread monday morning honestly now I know that I have to, you know, pull pull my uh, elbows, get you know, get my shirt sleeves rolled up and and get in there. But it's it's different when you work for yourself, and you know, it's just it's very rewarding. Yeah, yeah I I can see I can see that uh, 
first of all, in your relationship, I've met, I've known you all of tw- 29 minutes, <laughs> and um, you guys seem very happy together. It's, it's, it's refreshing to see. And two, you're, I see people running out of this laundromat all just, like Please, the 30, the 30 minutes. It's packed. And so you guys are doing something right here and there and with each other. So, again, kudos to you guys. Thank you. You're doing it right. Thank you. Well, you know, we, when we were only at the card shop, his father used to super glue quarters to the sidewalk outside and just <laughs> to watch people no. try oh, was, to pick them up. And no. just, but now we can't do that because there are customers now and we take care of them. We take care of everybody. Where's that guy at? I want to talk to him. He's you guys, oh, I'll, go, I'll go get him. Hold on. <laughs> Well, every, yeah, we, oh my goodness. We, we've started now four or five years. We do a customer appreciation, um, like a barbecue, usually okay. in December. And um, right. we just, you know, we're grateful and we're humble for the people that come in here. You know, this is, um, like I said before, a lot of wives might not want their husbands to come in here. But this is how we butter our bread. And this is, you know, this is important to us. So we want to always get better and, you know, look for the next thing. And here's here's my wonderful father-in-law right here with all the stories to tell. <laughs> he's looking he's around, looking around I, somebody I, had to squeal, I had to squeal on you about the the super gluing quarters on the sidewalk so your, your name is your, your name is also phil correct yes this is uh, the og phil this is og phil, OG, OG uh, phil. You, so you got to get right in front there you go yep. so you used to super glue quarters to the sidewalk and watch people trying to pick them up yes oh. we should glue them to the sidewalk with super glue and watch people trying to pick them up. We even had a guy one time went to his pickup truck, took out a hammer and a yeah, screwdriver no. and got us back and, and got the darn quarter. <laughs> wow. Wow. So you kind of run things here when when young Phil is running the laundromat next door. Right. So what's it like on a day-to-day here? Is it, is it just a constant stream? Or yeah, a lot of people coming in. Because we heard you were sleeping, too. Oh, <laughs> Maybe once in a while I fell asleep, you know, <laughs> not for long. Very nice. Don customer always woke me up. Right. Are the you, reason, are the you, reason why, I'm sorry, that I think that they these two have been so successful, I mean, and I, I, I married into this family, so I mean, I do give them a lot of credit, but now we're all, we're all together in this, but they are, you know, there's a definite culture here. Sure. And the guys that come here, it's kind of like, you know, they stop here on the way home from mm-hmm. work, you know, maybe, you know, instead of a bar or somewhere else, you know, so it's like, it's fun. It's just, we, we enjoy being able to go down that road with a, a lot of people just, you know, having, having fun, hanging out, talking to everybody, just talking about sports and what's going on. And it's, these guys have really, they are, you know, why people come down here and why this store is still standing. Honestly. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Paul, has been great. Thank you for introducing me to Phil and yeah. Karen and, and Phil Sr. And this has been an amazing uh, conversation. I really appreciate it. I Thank think you. it fits perfectly for National Women's Month because we got your aspect, your perspective of it, Karen, that we typically wouldn't get otherwise. Nope, not at all. And uh, there's one more family member I want to bring into the conversation here as we close the conversation. Yes, yes one more. I see I see a big, a big Ric Flair fan. So before we get out of here... Can you give me a woo? Woo! There we go. All right, guys. <laughs> guys, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, hang tight, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Hey, this is Dan Carson from Fox Sports. You're listening to the Fat Pack on Beckett Radio. All right, Paul. Here we go. Let's close this thing out. Man. I'm tired. You tired? We I'm got tired. in. We got in really, really late or early, however you want to look at it. <laughs> we did. And we're here. We're wrapping up our first show 
with our first segments of um, Arizona. Of Arizona. I, I guess it really our first. I guess we had a little bit from from. We'll have the AZ show, but this we is did. from the Panini stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, yeah, it was a good time there. Oh my gosh, dude, it was blast. Yeah, and not only like the the cool people that we met, sure. cool things we got to do. The food was phenomenal. <laughs> the food was really good. Uh, we, you and I, were discussing that. Any other trip we go on for the rest of the year, or probably for the rest of the the history of the show, it's gonna, always going to be compared to what we ate in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff, man. I was thoroughly surprised. Yeah, and even even the um, the ribs I got yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, in Phoenix, they, they were they were tasty. Well, there you go. There you go. All they right, so tasty. let's do a quick recap. Uh, we have the on this show we have the sponsors, uh, of course. Monster Breaks and the Collectible Car Club. Yeah, I want to thank, you, uh, thank both of them uh, for being a part of this show. Again, Sparty Hawk got shut out here with no phone interviews, but uh, Sparty is definitely part of the team here. I want to thank Panini for having us out. Uh, that w- None of this would have been possible without yeah. them. Yeah, thank you, Tracy, man. That was great. Great host. Yeah. And um, it was fantastic. And it was nice seeing Stephanie again. So if you guys haven't listened to our Stephanie interview, please go back and do so. It's great. And she, we saw her in action this weekend. She works hard. She's a hard worker. No joke. She is a very hard worker. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, AZ Sports Cards for having us out too, man. Uh, yeah. That's a great show. If you haven't listened to that show, go back and listen to that. It was a lot of fun. It was uh, a lot of stuff happening there that, uh, that you – you know, it was just a live show. It was a live show from a shop. And it really was. There was a lot yeah. of energy going on, so it was a lot of fun. For sure. All right, so on this show, we have, uh, we have uh, well, let me look at their names. Let me get their names right. I want to get it right because I don't, I don't want to. And it's early. And it's and early. Tired, yeah, exactly. Be, we don't want to be butchering anybody's name. Mike and Amy from Washington. Yes. And uh, we have uh, Nick Nick as well, um, who they sponsored while he was in low A ball. Now he's, he's a Padres prospect. So uh, that interview was awesome. Mm-hmm. Both of them was uh, getting a perspective that we didn't. I didn't really know about like foster children baseball. It, it's yeah, man, blew my mind. Yeah, it's really cool. Blew so we got to find some kids to sponsor here. Heck yeah, for sure. <laughs> as long as awesome. they don't want to eat, because we're yeah, we're you know, not we're, feed them. Yeah, we're, we're not feeding food. them. Yeah. yeah, and see then um, Michael Hodges, who you you all know from the clubhouse, but we took a different perspective on it this time. What a great twist! Yeah, man. like it, like it. It's not my thing, right? But man, was it interesting! It sure was interesting. Uh, it, it, I bet there's wine people out there too, you know, and, and absolutely, and other stuff that people, you know, get behind. But his his happens to be cigars, and if you're a cigar smoker, go check him out, man. He's check uh, him out, and I actually did. I actually went to the website, yeah, checked it out, and it's cool, awesome, very very cool. I'm not a smoker at all. No, I'm me sure. neither, but. I yeah. was digging it, man. I dig it. Well, you know, Michael is just a good dude. Yeah, he sure is. Such a people person. And, um, yeah, he knows what's up, man. And then uh, our our big interview on this one was uh, Phil and Karen from Hot Corner Sports out in, is it Mesa? Globe? Um, Mesa? Which M-E-S-A. one? M-E-S-A. All right, Mesa. Mesa. All right. Uh, f- again, it's National Women's Month, and we wanted to get Karen's perspective about just her view of the hobby and the job that they do. Yeah, and they're such a unique situation. Yeah, it really a unique is. Unique couple and um, fantastic interview. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun hanging out with them uh, off air. You know, we we yeah, chatted. Yeah, so we had more time. Yeah, our schedule cool. was just so so crazy. So uh, all that on this episode, and that'll wrap you up nicely for this Thursday edition. 
I told you that uh, we need to select winners for Mosaic, and the fact of the matter is I can't do it on this episode just because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. And I, I, I don't even have the energy in me to hit the random button. I need to figure that out first and get everybody situated. Maybe, maybe tomorrow? Yeah, I'll do it live tomorrow probably and right. announce the winners there. We'll get them to yeah, – we'll do a live video or something. I'll shoot a video. Shoot a video. Yeah. Now we got to wrap up some nice uh, new products and pricing. Yeah, man. So um, Mosaic had dropped last week, mm -hmm. but it actually got open this week. Right. You know, because it, it dropped uh, as far as you could order it. Um, but the shipments went out, and, you know, we talked about – we went over to, to Panini, and we talked to Tracy, and Tracy showed us samples, and – Dang it, man! That stuff is it. it definitely delivered. It really so did. So it's just awesome. Uh, I know the breakers at the at the event had a great time breaking it. Uh, a lot of cool, cool stuff came out of it. So um, go get you some. I haven't looked on the website uh, to see. It was a hundred bucks a box on the website. I'm not sure if there's still any available, but uh, definitely check that out. Get yourself some singles um, for your favorite players and uh, and do that up. A uh, couple couple products hit this week. Um, do some highlights here. Gypsy Queen baseball hit mm -hmm. uh, from Tops, uh, running about one twenty five, one thirty a box. Um, again, Otani Chase is in there. Mm -hmm. uh, I know Monster Breaks just pulled one. Um, I think it was yesterday. So uh, go go check out some of the Gypsy Queens, and then um, of course the Monster came out. Uh, NT Football National sure. Treasures yeah. Football from Panini. Um, the guys were just killing that at the, at the, the Panini event, man. Yeah, sure Tons were. of one-on-ones. Um, Mahomes RPAs are like 1500 two mm -hmm. grand, some crazy. Um, yeah, this stuff's on fire. So uh, go get you some of that. Uh, it's going to cost you about 500 a box mm. uh, in that range. Um, but, but clearly high risk, high reward when you got some of these guys already going for, uh, you know, four digits plus. I was so. talking to uh, Kyle. Like we landed last night, and I texted Kyle right yep. quick over at Monster Breaks, and he said that they were on their fifteenth case of the night. Wow, they're killing it. <laughs> he was you know, he was breaking um, well past midnight last night. Yeah, well past midnight. Um, they've had some cool stuff come out of there. I know they hit a Mahomes. I know they hit a one of one, uh, just sick uh, patch mm -hmm. uh, autograph plate of uh, Cream Hunt. Uh, it was on there. They hit the Otani yesterday. So definitely hitting some monsters over there at Monster Breaks. For All right. show. Uh, new pricing. We have uh, Topps UFC Museum Collection is done. Nice. Uh, totally certified 1718 is done. Cool. And then uh, your guy Justin says that Encase is also done. So Yes, he, uh, he knocked that out. He how, told me that this morning. How do you guys get the, like, on the graded cards? Do you guys price those? Is that difficult? I mean, yes. I, I don't know. So It is because it's such a unique set. Like, you have to, you know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not to give all the tricks to the trade, but yes, we do. We do. We do price them. Okay. Well, I, see, I didn't know that. Now I've learned something yes. this morning. Uh, again, want to mention uh, our our sponsors, Monster Breaks. They are breaking National Treasures football this weekend for you. Still, he said that they're going to have a uh, basketball mixer, and they got some of that upper deck hard court going as well. Yeah, that stuff is that's Ooh. phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It it's really, really good. Um, so go check them out, Monster Breaks over there. And I want to give another shout out to Collectible Card Club. We had a lot of fun opening. We had two boxes of that to open. Yep, yep. Didn't hit anything huge. The first box had a Trey Mancini autograph in it, which was kind of cool. It was cool, but we had a good time with uh, our boys. Yeah, the KNC Masterpiece, KNC opening, masterpiece opening it up. Yeah, they uh, 
They love cards. Man. Yeah, they sure do. They do. And then the, you and I opened a box because uh, honestly, it got lost in the shuffle of everything else we were doing. So we, we we opened a box and had a lot of fun just going through the those eighties packs and like, oh man, I remember this guy. I remember this so guy. So much fun, man, trying to chase those Bo Jacksons down sure. and stuff like that. So. Uh, very cool. Shout out to um, to them. They do such a great job with that product. Yeah. So uh, go get you some. Go get you some. It's a lot of fun. All right, Paul. That's gonna let's put a pretty little bow on this thing because we got a lot of work to do. We do have a lot of work to do. It is it is the uh, reality mm-hmm. of it. You know, just like anything, you go away for a couple of days, chill out in the sun, yep. have some good times, and then come back to uh, hot lists and price guides yeah. and deadlines and all that good stuff. I'm not going to curse. We have an S ton of content to bring over the next month, over the months. We, we just got so much, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, just a lot. What, let's ask you this. Listen on this. What do you? What was your favorite interview that we did there? Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I wish that was those. Got a couple of comments on that already. It was a touching story, and it was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wanted to, to to go farther into that, and we will one day, I'm sure. But that was that was very 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 cool. Yeah. Um, to me personally, um, I think the best one that we did was was probably. Can, can we say names? Yeah, say names. All right, uh, Greg Allen. Greg Allen was great. Just. Cool dude, and I know we haven't posted that one yet. That one will be coming. That'll come up, yeah. show, show soon, but uh, there's a lot of talk about he might make the main roster. So yeah, Greg Allen, man, just a uh, good dude. Get behind him, go tribe. Um, yeah, he does something that uh, we didn't expect on the interview. Yeah, most most everybody there was great. There was a there was a couple knuckleheads, but um, everybody that sat down with us was great. I was surprised at the amount of Pokemon that got collected as a kid. It was, and it was so funny because I, I'd ask them all fair, "Hey, did you collect cards as a kid?" And the nah, man, I didn't collect cards. And I'm like, "Oh, well, did you collect Pokemon?" Oh yeah, well, yeah. Pokemon are cards. Yeah, they're just they don't they don't think of it that way. It's you that know? that's really funny. All right, my favorite interview. I think it's a tie. Really, uh, one Kyle Farmer, of course. Uh, you know, he. I think he's gonna have a great season. For sure, such you a know, good story. Challenging to twenty home runs. <laughs> you did. That was pretty funny. And uh, Sam next to us had yeah. a blast talking to him. Yeah, he it sure was like did. a kid in a candy store. That was fun to see. And then my new favorite, actually, I think I'm really going to watch this kid is Jemai Jones. Uh, comes from a lineage of athletes, you yep. know. And his dad played for their. Both his dad and his brother played at Notre Dame, uh, and they both played for the Lions. Yep. No, TJ still plays still, for the Lions. Yeah, still yeah. playing for the Lions. He's a, he's a wide out there and a return guy. And he could have played football. He just he chose baseball, and I I commend him for choosing his own path. So that's really cool. I, I'm, I'm pulling for the guy, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was really cool. All right, uh, we got like again, we got a lot of content to bring you over the next over the coming weeks, and uh, we got some cool stuff to give away. That Chadwick Hard that yeah Chadwick Harberland, um Walking Dead piece. Stuff, man. I think stuff. we should probably get that BAS. Uh, make sure, not that it's not, not right, that I don't right, think it's real, right. but just want to make sure that's on there. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else we got? I think that's like the biggest giveaway we had. We st- and we still have giveaways going on at AZ Sports Cards. Uh, all you got to do is go down, be one of the first five to go down and tell uh, John that you heard you heard about him on the Fat Packs podcast, and he, we have five packs of the autograph card cards that we left there for you. Yes. So be the first five down there. Uh, pick one of those up. The also has like nine or ten of our autographs. If that's something that you want, you can go do that. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, yeah, sure. There that's you go. What you want. That's what you're into. If that's what you're into. All right, man. Uh, welcome home, Paul. Yeah, man. Welcome back. Uh, and um, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in the studio. Yeah, it's fun being on the road. It's nice to look around and see our uh, familiar digs. Yeah, our G Bag Nation uh, yeah. flag and uh, flying high. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out this week. Until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Jericho. C-O. Deep through the keyhole to see this one light. Leeches lurking in the darkness won't leave living tonight. Punchline for fist fight because they heads ain't fed right. How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight? Can't do good and live right. Kick snares and high hats, they be the get right. Here they give the blind sight. What? Me and my people just might tonight. Alright? Me and my people just might.